0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, March 5th, 2020. I'm Caleb Brown. One Democratic presidential frontrunner, Bernie Sanders, has said nice things about Cuba's literacy programs. While it's impossible to imagine that Sanders isn't aware of how that regime treats people, it's important to understand this from Cato's Ian Vasquez, to what uses can people put their literacy if their decisions are severely restricted by an authoritarian regime?
1: Well, first of all, it is astounding to hear a leading U.S. presidential candidate praise the so-called accomplishments of a totalitarian regime. It is equally astounding to hear uh, Sanders talk about uh, Cuba in a way that parrots the regime's propaganda, because the record, uh, at the very least, does not support the misleading claims of uh, Castro's apologists, and the data that comes out of Cuba is dubious, and uh, there's a lot of indication that that it's uh, manipulated so in terms of of uh, literacy rates, Cuba does have a high literacy rate. But remember, before the revolution, Cuba was. Uh, one of the countries in Latin America that had among the highest literacy rates, eighty percent, it was one of the most prosperous countries. So it also had among the best indicators of um, among the best health indicators and other indicators of of well being. Some of these, according to Cuban official data, have improved. But the fact of the matter is that these indicators, like literacy, improved in all of Latin America, in Chile and Costa Rica, literacy rates uh, improved to the point that they're similar to, to, uh, to Cuba's today. And other countries like Peru and Brazil improved by even more impressive uh, gains. What this means is that you don't have to impose a repressive police state in order to have improvements in indicators of human well-being. And yet, that is exactly what uh, Cuba has done.
0: Bernie Sanders' defense of Cuba as uh, promoting literacy uh, seems to exist without regard to any of the context uh, around what it means to live in a country like Cuba. Exactly. What good does it do to, to be able to read
1: and write if you're not allowed to read and write uh, what you wish, if you're not allowed to speak freely, and yet that's exactly the system that Cuba has imposed. In fact, the education campaign is, is put in place, as is the case in so many uh, totalitarian regimes, to indoctrinate students and to control uh, the population. We know that education doesn't do much in countries that are free in, in terms of increasing GDP growth or, or wealth simply because people do not have the ability to take advantage of their human capital. And this is, uh, and I think that Cuba is a case study of that. Education can uh, be good for development and for social well-being and for uh, wealth creation in societies that are free. But we have so many examples of countries around the world in history, Soviet Union is uh, one example, of education levels being formally high but growth rate and progress uh, lacking. Much the same can be said about uh, life expectancy and indicators of, of health. Life expectancy is a pretty good indicator of of uh, uh, of health in any country, and in Cuba, life expectancy has gone up apparently under the communist regime. But it has gone up all over Latin America, and. Um, It was already among the highest in Latin America before the revolution, and yet we have plenty of uh, indications that the life expectancy figures that come out of Cuba are flawed. For example, uh, Benjamin Powell and his co-authors looked into some of the uh, figures on abortion rates and neonatal uh, death rates as opposed to... Uh, uh fetal death rates in Cuba and discovered that the abortion rates are among the highest in the world i believe the highest in, in the world in Cuba which is an indicator of forced abortions in Cuba if there is any possibility that the birth might be complicated and lead to uh, an infant death then uh, an abortion is practiced this gives the impression that the life expectancy in Cuba is higher than it actually is. Same uh, is done with neonatal deaths that are often apparently, uh, documented not as neonatal deaths, but as fetal deaths. And that also brings down the infant mortality rate. And that brings up the life expectancy lifespan rates of Cuba and, uh, This observation is consistent with uh, Carmelo Mesalago's uh, research, Professor Carmelo Mesalago out of the University of Pittsburgh. When he looked at Cuba's high ranking in the Human Development Index and found a lot of evidence of data inconsistencies, inexplicable uh, uh, jumps in data, gaps in data. And contradictory uh, data that calls into question the the quality of the human development indicators for Cuba, as opposed to most of the other countries that the Human Development Report uh, documents.
0: Ian Vasquez directs the Cato Institute Center for Global Liberty and Prosperity. Subscribe to the Cato Daily Podcast wherever you please and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.